In life, it's easy to get too extroverted or too introverted. And I'll just get straight to the point. I think you should be around 50-50. All right, little diary for today. I just got back from a crypto networking event at the Arclight in Hollywood. But that's not what I'm going to talk about. thought I'd talk about my thoughts on two things, willpower, and then secondly, the ratio you need between being extroverted and introverted. So one of the things that I've learned, for example, is that in life, it's easy to get too extroverted or too introverted. And I'll just get straight to the point. I think you should be around 50-50. So if you look at your day, if you look at your week, if you look at your month, it should roughly come out about 50% you at home, you, you know, not much on the calendar. I'm walking out here in the backyard. Hey, Ellie, Anda, they wanna, they're out here barking. Got two German shepherds, one from born in Germany, one born in America. Hey, Anda. So anyway, you look back at your month and you want to have about 15 days that were like kind of full of activity, full of people, full of meeting some new people, full of leaving your house, your office, you know, full of kind of breaking your daily routine. And then you probably want about 50% of the day, uh, sorry, of the month to be, you know, just kind of locking yourself in the office, at home, sticking to a routine, not really doing new stuff, not trying to network. Just, I'm throwing on the ball right now. Go get it. Oh, no. Oh. oh that one bounced off a tree and came right back to me. Oh, no, go get it. And uh, so the reason you want that balance and why I like 50-50, it's pretty simple. Whenever you don't know what ratio is the right thing to do, almost always 50-50 is right. I mean, there's exceptions to that. But when things are just, you know, borderline and you can't figure them out, borderline implies some level of 50-50. It's hard to figure out because it's 50-50. You can make a case for being very introverted. There's a book called Quiet. It's all about the power of introverts. And then there's definitely, you know, how to win friends and influence people which is a book that's all about getting out, winning people over, networking, meeting new people, all that kind of stuff. So if you don't really have that balance like that, something will feel wrong in your life. Like literally, like you'll feel like, wait a second. For example, recently I've been out doing a lot of extroverted stuff and it just like feels wrong. I'm like, oh, I'm not catching up on my emails. I'm not in the gym. I got a home gym. I'm not like catching up on my jujitsu. I'm, things are going wrong. And that's because I was just super extroverted. So what I've been doing is just narrowing it down, cleaning my calendar off and just going, nope. And I did that this weekend and like huge mental breakthroughs, huge ideas were formed by me like having nothing, no schedule, no one to talk to, just my ordinary routine. You would say it's even boring, but sometimes boring is good. 
But I've felt myself like tonight, I went out and I networked. There was 800 people or something like that at the Arclight, all crypto. I was on a panel talking about marketing and business and stuff. And then afterwards, there was, you know, hundreds of people. I probably talked to 40, 50 people, got 10, 20 different phone numbers of people that, you know, I can follow up with. And I'm not burnt out tonight because, like, I didn't do it too much, <laughs> you know? If I do this every night, I just burn out. I'm probably on the Myers-Briggs or the personality testing. I'm probably what's called an ambivert, meaning you can, you're about 50% extroverted and 50% introverted. But no matter what you are on those tests, 16 personalities, or I have my own one, tylopez.com slash quiz, which I think is actually better science than Myers-Briggs, but... Well, I don't think. I know it is. It's more modern science. Um, but whether you're hyper extrovert or hyper introvert, it doesn't matter. It, what I'm saying is not about personality. I'm saying if you get too out there and you're always out every night and you're always going to conferences and seminars and meeting people, trust me, you're missing out on some deep thinking and you're missing out on just daily routine. You've got to catch up with stuff and stuff's going to slip. But I can also tell you the flip side. If you are a hyper introvert and you're just like in your house all day, something is wrong. You're missing out on people. You're missing out on opportunities. So try that 50-50 balance. You'll see. It's, it's somewhat so common sense that it's almost hard to argue with because, you, as I said, you can make strong cases for both of the 50-50, both of the extroverted, uh, you know, pros and cons and the introverted pros and cons. Okay, the second thing I was, I've been reading one of my favorite authors. If you go to tylopez.com slash books, I have my, my like unbiased, no one pays me to be on that. It's just books that I like that I recommend you, you buy on Amazon. I think I have Amazon affiliate links, but I don't do it for the money. I probably take those off. It's not much money. You get paid like two cents a book you refer or something like that. But tylopez.com says books. One of my favorite authors, a lot of you know, is Will Durant. He's dead now. Will and Ariel Durant. It's a husband and wife team. They're probably some of the most intelligent, not just intelligent, but like the blend of intel, intellectual and kind of common sense all blended into one. And so they have different books, the story of civilization. Uh, but the one, one of the ones that I like is the story of philosophy, which is just kind of a, well, how would I, I could, you could in some ways call it a summary of the great philosophers of our civilization. One of the ones I was reading about is Friedrich Nietzsche. I never pronounce it quite right. It's Nietzsche, Nietzsche. Um, so he was, uh, you know, from modern day, what we call the Germany area. Uh, it wasn't Germany. People don't realize it wasn't a country until, um, what year was it? 1880s, I think. You know, you had some of these powerful forces. You had Prussia come together and Pomerania and all this. And anyway, he's from that area and very smart, went crazy at the end I think he ended up dancing with a horse or something. He, he literally, I think he probably had some kind of mental illness at the end. But, he, but a lot of the, the things that you hear talked about in terms of, you know, one of his big things, he came up with this concept of the Superman. 
And it's not Superman like Batman and Superman. It's literally like the Superman, like the human that is more powerful than all other humans. So he had some kind of strange philosophies that I don't know that are relevant to you and I. But there was one thing that he talks about that I do think is relevant, which is the will to power. And he talked about it much more in a way of, you know, like what we would consider negative power, like being Napoleon and conquering the world. I think Nietzsche said something like, oh, if the world could just, we should praise all those millions of soldiers and civilians that died following Napoleon throughout his crusades in Europe. And I don't think most of us in the modern world would agree with that. But what I did agree with him is he had this moment in time where he realized that life was about power. Now, what I think is relevant is willpower, you see? And he talked about that. He literally called it not willpower, but the will to power, the will to overcome. And I think I was talking to somebody, people were asking me some questions at this crypto elevator night. And I was like, you know what? It's like, you gotta remember life throws tremendous challenges at you, whether you're an entrepreneur, a parent, a single person, whether you get sick and you have cancer or you are betrayed by a business partner or the idea you originally had doesn't work out that well or things are taking longer or you have depression and anxiety, you have a horrible upbringing, like you name it, you have bankruptcy. That's where the will to power comes in play. The will not to have power over others, but the will to have power over yourself to the point that all obstacles become nothing. So if you're interested in Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies and want to learn how to make money with Bitcoin, I'm opening up a brand new Bitcoin crypto academy for you. Crypto is starting to fundamentally change everything from currencies to the very structure behind the internet. And if you don't understand it, you will be left behind. Remember, if you had put $100 into Bitcoin in 2010, you would have over $100 million right now. I don't want you to miss out on the coming opportunities offered by Bitcoin in the cryptocurrency space. So I brought in the best experts in the game, the people that are teaching me and training me, and I'm gonna share that with you because it's not too late to understand Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies and the blockchain and to make money with it. So to sign up for my new Bitcoin Crypto Academy and learn how to invest, how to make money in this new exciting space, I'm gonna open up room for a few of you to have early access to the new online mentor mastermind. So go to tylopez.com slash Bitcoin podcast to learn more. So I'm testing the mastermind. So I'm just gonna let a few of you in at a low price and uh, it's already filling up quickly. So if you wanna get in, I'll let a few of you in. So go to tylopez.com slash Bitcoin podcast, all one word, tylopez.com slash Bitcoin podcast. If the course is closed, when you get to the page, put in your name in the waiting list, you missed out on the first round. Uh, And if you see it, welcome to the group. Glad you didn't procrastinate. Okay, back to the show. I actually had Damon John here today too earlier. The one of the the original Shark Tank. He's still on Shark Tank, and we were talking about that, like how he grew up in New York City, and most of his friends were ending up in jail, prison, or dead, and how he somehow, and he didn't know exactly where it came from, but he got this willpower that he turned, and he's dyslexic. He turned that 
obstacle into power. He said, you know, I made FUBU, which became this huge clothing brand, probably because there was this will to overcome. And if he had just been born in, let's say, I don't know, middle-class family, everything went well. He had a mom and dad and happy. Who knows if he would have just had the fortitude to just go, I will make it. And so when you think about your life, like when you are confronted with these massive obstacles, don't just go, okay, like what's going wrong? Like my life sucks. And no, this is life. The obstacle is life. If you are scared of that or you're, and I know this is easier said than done, so I'm not trying to make it seem like this is really easy. It's not easy, but it's not, it's easier said than done. We'll put it that way. But it doesn't negate the truth that like, don't be surprised that things aren't working out and will your way through it. The will to power over yourself, over those times when you feel like giving up, over those times when your brain is telling you, quit, give up, go to bed and never, don't wake up. I mean, people commit suicide all the time because of many reasons. And so there's even that obstacle. Death confronts us all. And, and, and I don't have to be dramatic. It's not always literally death where, where people die. It could be the death of a dream, the death of an aspiration, the death of a business. So in this new year, you know, wherever you are, like try to go, this is the year where I increase the will power that I have, the will to overcome whatever obstacle. I don't know what's in your life. Like, you know, I got different obstacles in my life. Some are pain in the butt. Sometimes they're people. Oftentimes they're people, believe it or not. I'd say about 70% of the time they're people. Sigmund, uh, Sigmund Freud in his book, Civilization is Discontent, says, you know, there's three main things that make life hard. Here, Heli. Oh, no, come here. Come on. Come here. Putting them to bed. Come on in here. You know, there's three main things that Nietzsche said. One was... I'm sorry that Freud said one was the death and dissolution of the body, the decaying of our body. Like just, you know, when you're eight years old, you trip and fall and it doesn't hurt you. You like wake up. I mean, jump up and you're fine. When you're 80 years old, you trip and fall and like you break your hip and you die. So he said that's part of our challenge in life, the death and dissolution of the body. And then he said, of course, you have the next thing, which is physics. He didn't put it that way, but I'm summarizing. Physics is just like, I was talking to a guy at this conference. He was like, well, life won't have struggles once. Ondo, no, go on, go on, get in there. No, Ondo, come. Heli, go on. Heli, no. Heli, come here. Now I got my will to power my dogs. Go on, Heli, Heli, come here. Come on, go on. They don't like to go to bed in here. They got the most luxurious life and they're complaining. They're like humans. Hey, Heli, come on. Heli, come on. Hondo. Go in there. Go on. Good girl. Good boy. Heli, go. Heli. Go on. Good girl. They have the life of luxury. 
I feel like we humans are like that in the modern world. We have more good things for us ever in history. I mean, I'm watching the show Deadwood on HBO, and back there, you get tuberculosis. Okay, who, who the heck ever has tuberculosis anymore? Nobody. But now we're still, you know, we're depressed that we don't have whatever. We don't have the newest this or that. That's why I said willpower. The will to power must not be forgotten in a modern world where everything gets taken care of for us, you know? So rise up this year. You know, like I said, it's easier said than done. Rise up and just go, I don't feel like getting out of bed, but I'm gonna strengthen my willpower muscle. It's kind of like lifting weights every day. They call it hypertrophy. You know, the way your muscles get bigger are you start lifting gradually heavier and heavier. You start out bench pressing 45 pounds and then you add two tens and now you're at 65. And the next thing you know, over time, if you're patient, if you have the willpower to keep showing up in the gym, some muscle starts to show. And the crazy thing is it never really fails to show. There's like nobody who's ever lifted correctly as long as they had the right diet at the same time whose body didn't improve. Now, some people like Zach decided to work out on his own. I told him, Zach, come work out with these trainers. I got, you know, some of the best trainers in the world. One of them won Mr. Olympia Classic and like uh, Danny Hester and I've got all these people and he decided to train on his own at home with just a kettlebell. And next thing you know, he's got a double hernia. I'm not sure it's exactly from that, but it probably didn't help when he's a beginner to working out to just work out on his own. And then I see the same thing in like business and finance and making money where people are just like, oh, okay. I am gonna kind of do it on my own, but you know, my willpower is a little weak today. So I'm gonna skip this. That's why I'm big on reading every day. It's not just the books are important. It's all the, that willpower is being formed and built, just like gradually increasing weights. That's why I'm a big believer. I like to do things like jujitsu, and I like to do things that seemingly don't make you money, but they kind of do. Jocko Willink was on my show. If you're watching me live on Facebook, and he was here earlier about a week or so ago, and you know, as a Navy SEAL decorated in battle, silver and bronze star in, for combat, uh, heroism in combat and battle of Ramidi in Iraq. And he told me he wakes up at 4.30. Why? He's like, that doesn't make you money in and of itself. But the discipline, he says, discipline is freedom. That's what I mean. That's what Frederick Nietzsche meant to me. That's how I take it. He might have meant something slightly different. That's the will to power, you know? So, yeah, if you're an introvert, use the will to power to get out of your house and go meet with people. Do some things every day that you don't feel like doing. Just do them any way out of duty.